It's the Tom Webb birthday present special and we're reviewing The Punisher starring Dolph Lundgren. Does it even need an introduction? Hello once again internet friends and welcome to episode 61 of Have You Seen? Uh, at the other end of the table is Tom powered by Mountain Dew and Donuts Web. Hello. And I am Kieran No artificial additives or preservatives for thought. I'm just on water today. We're doing this pure. Right. Yeah. We'll see how long I last. Yeah. <laughs> we are reviewing only one film today. We are. That being The Punisher from 1989 yep. starring Dolph Lundgren. Uh, the backstory to this is we have reviewed... The Punisher from 2004, starring Thomas Jane, yep. some time ago, and back uh, episode 13, I do believe. Right, yeah, it's uh, quite way back. Back then, uh, I made mention of uh, of a, a a previous Punisher movie starring Dolph Lundgren, mm-hmm. which uh, Tom said he hadn't seen but would like to see. Yeah, and then I found it <clears> and I gave it to him as a birthday present, and I made him unwrap it on the show and pitched, effectively pitched it to him on the show, yeah. despite having not seen it myself. Yeah, I need to turn some volume up. Because you seem even quieter than usual. Sorry, maybe I'm not. Uh... You're in a full-on mumble. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> there we go. There we go. Oh, as usual, the coughing came through <laughs> <laughs> perfectly. Where do we start with The Punisher? Um, is it worth trying to recap it? Could um, you? Well, it's um, it's difficult because, I mean, the... <sighs> The pitch last week was essentially you read the back of the DVD cover yeah. and then I told you three things. The on-screen body count is 91, not including mass deaths in explosions that couldn't be counted. Yeah, It was filmed in Sydney in 1989 for $9 million. Yeah, uh, And Dolph Lundgren wears the iconic Skull t-shirt precisely zero times. Yes. Um, the premise, or the story, if you like, is um, the, the Punisher is seeking revenge and vengeance on the man the mobster that killed his family in a car bomb that's so that's quite the, similar to the that's the standard story yeah. that, well that's kind of the effect of the origin story of the punisher yeah um but this does it in a kind of a slightly odd way it's not an origin story is it? no it's not he at already all. exists yeah and um, is wanted for or is suspected of 125 murders yeah yeah, yeah it, despite him not Possibly not existing. Yes. Yeah, that was the thing. Fra- like- he's, uh, the Punisher is Frank Castle. Yeah. Uh, and in this iteration, he's a cop who died somehow. I can't remember how. Um, died no. in inverted commas yeah. somehow. He's presumed dead by the police force. See, now, it's interesting. you saying all of this in the way you're saying it. Yeah. At the end of this movie, I was sitting there thinking, have I missed something? <laughs> how did, did that, was that, hang on, that doesn't, does that make sense? And and I was constantly thinking, is it because I'm writing notes that I'm missing little things here? Apparently I wasn't. <laughs> I wrote more notes than I think I've written for any film. Really? I'll tell you what, this movie made me ask why more times than any other film we've right. done on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I reckon the only way we can kind of get out, get through this is to kind of go note by note, chronological order. Right. Um so you watched it more recently than I did. I did, so, yeah. Uh, so I'll kind of tell you. I've, yeah. I've got just just over a page of notes, but I'm sure you, what you say will spark I have, more I things. Have, I can uh, I can do two scrolls of an iPad. <laughs> right. Okay. Fine. The uh, I don't know whether first of all, this movie is exactly what you think it's going to be. Yes. When, I'm going to say from the outset, 
I didn't not enjoy it. It's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Makes no sense whatsoever. The acting is appalling. But yeah, I kind of love it. Yeah, it's it's one of it, it's a it is a bad film. Yeah, oh, but yeah. it's a fun bad yeah. film to watch. Um, interestingly, my wife really didn't like it because she's really loves the Tom Jane version. Yeah, which when she first saw it, wasn't bothered about it. And having seen it a couple of times subsequently, really loves it. So she was always comparing it to the Tom Jane one. Okay. And, I, been, and I was just like, you, I got to the point where it's like, you know what? If I just compare it to the Tom Jane one, I'm going to end up thinking, oh, it's rubbish. Yeah. And so I tried to like think, okay, I'm not going to compare it to that. Hmm. I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. I've only ever seen the Tom Jane one when we did it for the show. Yeah. And that is now almost, that's about 15 months ago we yeah. did that. Yeah. Uh, so I have very little memory <clears throat> yeah, that's of that. Fun. So I was kind of, I only... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I only have yeah. this version in my mind. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I think in terms of a Punisher movie, mm. like the story and the character, I think the Tom Jane one definitely does it better. Yeah, just simply because it it it, it develops the character properly. Mm. Whereas this one just doesn't develop the character at all. He's just in there terms shooting of a, people. A stupid straight video late eighties action it's movie. movie. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So um, first... actually, I'm going to start with my first note. It's probably okay, going to be the same as yours. Right. It's my first why. Right. Why do the opening titles look like the opening titles to a 1960s TV series? Do you want me to read my first note? Go on. The title sequence looks very 70s, almost like a 70s Saturday afternoon TV show. I'd really love it if you spoke into the microphone. Sorry. It's yeah. pointing at a weird angle. So oh, is it? Back. Okay. Let me just do that. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, I basically put uh, the title sequence looks uh, very 70s, almost right. like a 70s TV show. Because I was thinking of things like The Professionals. And uh, I suppose slightly earlier than that in the 60s, mm. things like The Champions and Department mm. S, all that, it was exactly like one of those shows. And yeah. I was just like, what is this? Yeah. How, this was almost the 90s. Like be, it and, looks like it's going to be Campy's Batman. Yeah. Campy Batman. Yeah. 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 I, although, having said that, I really like the title sequence. <laughs> I thought you might. I, I love as title sequences saw, like that. As soon as I saw like, yeah. the opening title, I thought Tom is going to love this from yeah. the get go. Yeah. Because it was just, it was such a, it, it's a, it's a real concept. Uh, title sequence, yeah. which films don't really do that much anymore. Yeah, um, the big the big trend at the moment is what they call Mainer's End, where you get the minimum information up front, and then you get the big flashy title sequence comes at the end. So think of Star yes. Trek, think of all the Marvel movies. Yeah, 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 that's the big Iron Man three has two Mainer's End title sequences. One that was dumped completely, right? But you can find online. Okay, yeah, because that was a real snazzy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, which I I don't know. I like. I like having a title sequence. I think it kind of, yeah, you know, it makes things interesting. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, I was just watching this thinking, this is the, this feels incredibly retro, but not. It seems to be being retro when it was made, which is kind yeah. of like a double retro now. Yeah, I, that may sound like a really weird sentence, but yeah, yeah. it was directed by James Cameron's editor. Yes, yeah. No, so I was guy, looking this at the guy this. who edited. edited um, Predator and Terminator and yeah, he Predator edited, 2 and Terminator and all kinds of things. Yeah, Avatar. He, uh, did he do Avatar? I believe so. Let Maybe me, not. I'm just going to quickly double check. But yeah, he's edited, uh, uh, he made his name editor. No, he did uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. And uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah, they would be his most recent, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, out of, he's only directed four things. Okay. Two of which I now own on Blu-ray or DVD. Right. What's um, the other one? Uh, bizarrely enough, he's only directed two feature films. Right. So the first thing he made was a uh, a Punisher short. Right. Um, the second thing he directed was Dead Heat, which is on Netflix. 
which I keep looking at and thinking, I might oh, want to watch that. Yes. I know what Dead Heat is. It's got those twin muscle head yeah. cops. Yeah, who fighting the undead? Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because I keep looking at that and thinking, should I? Yeah, imagine like imagine uh, that along uh, with DC Cab starring yeah, Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine eighties uh, action heroes remake Randall and Hopkirk. Oh, that's that's kind of what it looks like. Um, so we I haven't might have to do it. We might, oh, we have, might to have to do it because I haven't watched that yet. So yeah. and then he did the Punisher a year later, yeah. uh, and then he directed one episode of Eerie Indiana, huh. which I've got on DVD. Oh well. Um, yeah, and then went back to editing James Cameron films. He did, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, I think I don't did he? I don't even know if he edited this actually. <laughs> Couldn't be asked. No, which would be weird. You'd think he would. Well, I think if he was an editor, this would have some good, good editing in it, and yeah, it doesn't. No, because one of the things about this film is it has some of the worst second unit insert shots you've ever mm, seen in your life. Yeah, like things that have previously been in motion will stop being in motion for a close up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. It's just, yeah, it's so badly done. That and the other thing I love about this <laughs> is the terrible ADR. Yes. Listen to some of the, like, my favourite is like right, one right at the beginning where um, Punisher blows up a house. Yes. Right, this is, this is going to be a mess. Yeah. He blows up a house twice. Yeah. Same house twice. Yeah. And in between the two blowings up, he stabs the guy who owns the house. Yes. Right. Why didn't he just kill him in one of the two explosions? Why did he have to stab him? Yeah, I don't know. But this leads leads to a line because it's all covered by news crews. There, yeah. there there's news crews. Well, all over well the one thing I do love about the news crews is there's an explosion yeah. and bits of crap falling out there, and they run towards it. Yeah. Like they hear gunshots and they start running towards it. The yeah. house blows up and they keep running towards yeah. it. And then they stop and then it then the guy staggers out. Yeah. Knife in his back and yeah. then the whole lot goes up. Yeah. yeah. And that leads to one of my favourite lines, which is an ADR line of a camera going, "Oh man, I got shit all over the lens." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, chronology. Yeah, so um, slightly before that, they kind of wrap up the backstory in a news broadcast a la Robocop. Yeah. Um, and it, I sat there thinking, wow, is that all the time they're going to take to tell you why he's doing this? Yep. And it's literally under 30 seconds. Pretty they much. say, Frank Castle was a cop, he's dead, and he his family got killed. Uh, we now think he's the Punisher, blah, blah, blah. And it yeah. literally just yep. rattles it out like that. And I was like, okay, this is... This is just going to get to the killing as soon as possible. Well, that's one of the few things I liked about the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk film. Right. It's not an origin story. No. All of the origin is wrapped up in the opening titles. Yeah. And then it's just... And yeah. that's more... Superhero and comic book films need to be that. Yeah. Because everything, yeah. everything is the origin. Yeah. And I think we need to start getting away from that. Because, like, the new Superman film coming out is another fucking origin story. Yeah, that is How true. How many times and, have um, we seen yeah. the origin of Superman? And Spider-Man twice. And, yeah. Um, I, I think... It, I think it's difficult. It's like you couldn't have had an Iron Man movie without the origin story. No, maybe because not. But he wasn't that big of a like. I mean, outside of people who enjoy comics, yeah, he wouldn't have been known. Like, for example, you can't have an Ant Man movie without an origin story. No, because no. no one knows who he is. No, exactly. No, I get um, that. And Guardians of the Galaxy and all this kind of stuff that's coming up. So See, I, I don't know anything about Guardians. No, of the I haven't Galaxy. got a clue. I can't no. even tell you who they were. No. Um. So it, I think it's one of those things. It's it's almost like a necessary evil. Yes. Uh, it's not necessarily going to be the most entertaining story to tell with those characters, but you have to know that story. No, that's true. Um, I'm going to hit you with another why. Right. Why and how yeah. is a giant Swedish biker sneaking around like a ninja? And if he lives in the sewer <laughs> tunnels, how come no one can smell him coming? <laughs> yeah. He's really... enormous and he must <laughs> stink because <laughs> he just yeah. sits around in leather in, in the sewers. <laughs> One thing that I'll bring up now, which I did actually write down later. Right. Um, 
is Dolph Lundgren's makeup. The stubble that somehow covers the lower part of his ears as well. The, well Why does he have... Now, this is the thing. Is it supposed to be stubble or know. is it supposed to be dirt? Because I, I couldn't tell. He's got painted on five o'clock shadow. Yeah, that's but exactly... But it also covers his earlobes. Yeah. Who the fuck has stubbly earlobes? <laughs> and he's got massive amounts of mascara on as well. Yeah. It's just really weird. And what's even weirder is, if you look at it, his stubble is on top of his foundation. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of looks like what the hell's yeah, going on there? It's, it's a bit. I wrote, I wrote that right towards the end, I think. Yeah, I did as well because there's there's a scene where it's really really obvious where he's yeah. down in the sewers. Mm. Um, one of my favourite bits of dialogue was where uh, the young female rookie cop goes to the. I'm laughing because I think it's the line I've written. The, the aging, black, grizzled cop played Who's by called Lu- Berkowitz. Are there black people called Berkowitz? Isn't <laughs> that a Jewish name? Are there know. black people called Berkowitz? Um, she goes in to become his partner and uh, she goes, I was on this bus with you. I was the hooker. Yeah, it was my first assignment in plain clothes. I was the <laughs> hooker. Yeah. I read that as well. Yeah. That's shortly <laughs> after he says, 2am in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and then he follows up with us, I don't work with a partner. And he's like, brilliant. Yeah. Okay, you're just going to stereotype every single yeah. like character as we go. Yeah. Um, Oh, Lou Gossett Jr., obviously, he didn't give a fuck about this film. No, no. He did not care. No. And uh, no, then, uh, so then once we've kind of established who the Punisher is without establishing who the Punisher is, mm. um, we get to see the bad guy, and it's a mob boss having a meeting. Who is a known criminal, Yeah, but is interviewed on TV as if he's just a businessman. Yes, yeah, he, but yeah, everybody exactly. knows, knows he's, a, he's the mafia boss. Yeah, it, yeah. and uh, he's sitting there having a, a, a uh, having a um, conversation about bringing all of the disparate fa- mafia families yeah. together for a big drug deal. And his line, which I loved, was first we consolidate, then we obliterate." Wrote it right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's an action movie line yeah. in completely the wrong place." They're yep. sitting at dinner, and that's when he says that line. That should be like a throwaway line in an action, like yep. just after a fight, like yep. one guy against loads of people. Yeah, oh, yeah, it seems really, really weird. Um, and then it intru- and that scene also introduces the weirdest element of this film, and that's his kid. Okay. Yeah, well, I I got to that later. I thought you go for the other weird element of this film, go on. which is the Punisher's sidekick. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. is a drunk? My next British my, actor. My next note is why is there a tramp from Rada? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, I don't understand who, who he is, where he came from. Sometimes, yeah, it's like he's like a he's like a Shakespearean tramp. I did love the radio control flatbed. Yes. With a bottle of scotch in it to lure him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it did get very, very silly. Mm. Um, yeah, we are really going all over the place. We I'm are. Well, it's so I, difficult. No, no, this is still going chronologically. Kind in my of, I, I guess, yeah. Um, the next thing I've got is the peer sequence, which is the which is that drug deal. Yes. Which gets uh, uh, which gets overrun by... They're the Yakas, aren't they? They are. Or as I just put, sneaky Asians. Yeah, I've just got, why are they ninjas now? Yeah. Because it, they're set, basically, you're setting up the mafia are bringing their drugs in mm. and you assume the Punisher is there to stop that from happening. That's it. That's the logical beginning of that sequence. And yes. then for all of a sudden, with no explanation, ninjas turn up. Yep. And it's like, well, hang on, what the hell's going on here? Who's fighting who and why? And what? Well, like, the ninjas, before ninjaing up, took oh, over they the took boats. A boat. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, this is where I noticed a the henchman acting in that scene is brilliantly <laughs> right. awful. Like, really forced. 
yeah. Italian mafioso accents. Yeah, I think they're probably just stunt guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's also where I noticed this film has the worst gun sound effects I've ever heard <laughs> and a terrifying commitment to poorly shot cut yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are some bits in this where you see... Like, uh, is it, there's, um, is it, he's got a, it's not a harpoon gun, is it? It's a. No, 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 no. He, yeah, it's like a repel gun. Like a repel gun. Yeah, so he, sh- it's a harpoon with a rope attached. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. And there's some bits in that where, yeah, and it's the it shot. goes through him and into a van and then he abseils all the way down and uses <laughs> the guy at the end as a crash pad. <laughs> yeah. Before wiping out more people. Yeah, but there's a really crap insert in that sequence, in the, the edited shots of the repel, just so you know that it's stuck somewhere solid and not just in the guy. There's a really bad shot of it of stuck in the van. Yeah. yeah. There's loads of them. There's loads of them. Um, I'm, I, I can't link this to the next note that I wrote, right, which no. is in the police station. Okay. And Berkowitz is behind the desk kind of explaining to, I think he's explaining to Sam, the woman, yeah. the female detective, yeah. um, like kind of his theories about Frank Castle. Because the, right. the, the hook is that she also believes the Punisher is Frank Castle, yeah. where no one will believe Berkowitz on his own. Yeah. Why does he have a Punisher knife and bullet casings on his desk? Aren't they evidence? Shouldn't they be in a locker? Yeah, I know. Somewhere? I thought that. Yeah, he's just like because uh, she's trying to figure use the computer, and he's all no technology. Um, yeah, and then he's just yeah. Then then he's just like, look what I've got on my desk, and he just like grabs a handful of bullet casings. Yeah. And it's like surely they should be locked away somewhere yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we should mention that the Punisher, the I call it the Punisher knife, yeah, because it's the only time you see the skull motif. That's on yes. the top of the handle of the knife. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a little uh, stiletto, isn't it? Well, it looked like a letter opener to me. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's supposed to be like a stiletto. Yeah. Fair enough. Isn't it? Um, and then we start to get to the this weird element of the story with yes, the kids. Yes, yes, yes. So the ninjas, now having stolen all of the drugs, decide to steal the <laughs> I'm children. I'm just remembering this film. They, they just decide to steal the children of all of the mob bosses. But the first one you see... Uh, two little girls I think it's two little girls yeah. in a room with their nanny yeah. and a talking panda yeah. which is te- uh, that talking panda is scarier than Dolph Lundgren with his makeup on as the Punisher I lo- I, I squealed and laughed <laughs> out loud when the nanny got shot through the panda yeah I know <laughs> yeah there, there are some really like bits in this where you're just like really that you're going to let that happen in this movie yeah. so these two little girls witness their nanny yes. being murdered and then they get dragged off and then I do, I just, so the whole thing about the Punisher is I'm going to kill the people that killed my family yep. and I'm going to avenge uh, anyone, you know, who's, who's done wrong, kill people, all of that kind of stuff. That's fine. So then why the hell do you end up teaming up with the man you hate most in the world to save his son? I don't know. I wrote, why is this now a film about kidnapped children? <laughs> yeah, it just seems absolutely bizarre and completely out of character. Um, before I forget them, I have a, <laughs> a couple of asides. Uh, this is where I noted, why is the actor twat speaking in rhyme but only for half the time? <laughs> right, nice. Uh, and Punisher keeps his bike in the sewers. It's a pretty sizable hog he's got. Hmm. A massive bike in a sewer seems like a bad idea. Yeah. With fumes and noise. Yeah. Why is he not deaf and like gassed to death on carbon monoxide? <laughs> maybe that's, this explains where the like the mascara beard comes maybe, from. Maybe. Yeah. Um, the casino. The casino. Oh, there's 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 a, a set piece in the casino. Yeah. And I'm going to start at the beginning. The steady cam 
fo- goes from being a camera following a woman yeah. to being a character that people move, no, notice, yes. acknowledge, yeah. and move out of the way of. I know. Back that. to being a camera following the woman again, all in one shot. Yeah, yeah. It, it suddenly becomes a POV. Yeah, yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. I, that was something I noticed and thought, oh, I must have, I must have looked away and missed the cut, or I must have. I did, but then I rewound it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Um, yeah. There's also a song going on in that casino, right? That sounds like a Randy Newman impersonator <laughs> trying his best to do raunchy blues rock without having ever heard any. <laughs> yeah, I did the set. The set for that casino it's is so cheap, awful. It's so cheap. It, it is might as well really have been bad. done here in the submersible with a couple, yeah. of, a couple of fruit machines it, and, a, and a roulette table. Some black flat walls, yeah, and just the most like the bare minimum of of fruit machines you can find there's like five of them it's just... like a porno set yeah. <laughs> well we have to establish that we're going to be shagging in the casino yeah, yeah. let's let's hey jimmy jimmy owns a couple of fruities let's, yeah. let's put them in yeah it's pretty bad yeah. um why is there only one armed guard in the casino because everybody else so then tries to punch Dolph Lundgren while he's shooting them yeah there's one guy with a gun yeah. Oh, we didn't mention that Dolph Lundgren crashes the yeah, casino, yeah, yeah. Uh, shoots it to pieces. His face when he's using the belt-fed oh, machine that is gun brilliant. is hysterical. Yeah. I wanna, I've got to try and find a gif it's, or something. It's almost like borderline Kira Knightley pout. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. if you imagine, this is like a six-foot-four-inch muscle-bound Swedish man <laughs> yeah, I know. painted on stubble doing a nightly pout. <laughs> yeah, standing on top of a pool table wielding yeah. a belt-fed machine gun. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, this is where I noticed stubble. Longer stubble oh. is painted on, including his earlobes. Why would he have hairy earlobes? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that entire action, quote unquote, action sequence yeah. is Dolph Lundgren standing still, still on a shooting. table, yeah. shooting yeah. and shooting. And and for sh- probably, I'd say, a solid minute. Yeah, it just keeps 60, going yeah. and going and going and going. It gets to the point where it's very reminiscent of the gag in. Um, uh, Hot Shots Part 2 with Charlie yes. Sheen on the front of the boat yeah. where he's just got the belt and he just ends up standing on the pile of casings. Yeah. It, it was. It goes on that long. I don't have anything until the attack in the fairground now. Right. So. I think my next bit is actually, because the next thing I think is an exposition scene. Is to, it? To I tr- must have blanked it out. Right, there's, there's, I think this comes next is where they try to basically fill you in on what's going on and the best people to do that are the kidnapped children in their oh, cell. Oh, with the, the blatant non-child ADR. Yeah. Where it's clearly a woman putting on a, a higher-pitched voice yeah, to yeah. appear to be a, a a six-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's... Uh, yeah, so it just seems... I've just put down everyone loves a child exposition scene. Of course. Um, yeah, and it's just an awful, weird scene. And that's when we... I think that's the moment we get introduced, or maybe just after... Uh, we get introduced to the main villain, who is not the person that killed the Punisher's family, no. but this the Yakuza, uh, the Yakuza woman. woman who has a daughter who's a martial arts expert and seemingly Polish. And yes, she's mute, and the actress is Polish. Polish, yeah, yeah, yeah not even vaguely uh, like Japanese looking. No, uh, just, well, no, they do, do they do mention at some point that she's half American, right? Okay, right. Which I guess 
yeah. Japanese plus American equals Polish, Polish who can't speak. Yeah. I imagine she couldn't speak very good English. It's the only film they... she's ever made. Yeah. So. It's probably, hey, you look pretty and can do some flips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come be in this movie. <laughs> oh my, And then I get, I get onto the fun house now because yeah. my, my line about that scene is eyeliner and sliding ninjas in the fun house. Oh, just... Because them coming down the slide. There is so much. <laughs> right. Why would ninjas decide to attack this gigantic man by yeah. sliding down an undulating slide? Yeah. and firing Uzis at him. I know. This is not remotely ninjutsu, no, nor is it an acceptable assassination technique. I love the way they kind of slide down on their knees as well, and yeah. then as they reach the bump, they kind of just gently lift off the yeah. bump and down again. Yeah, it's like... <gasps> JFK would still be alive if Lee Harvey Oswald put a tuck in like this. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, I also noted Punisher is crazy accurate with a long uh, at long range with a shotgun somehow. Yeah. He's picking him off like he's a sniper. Yeah. With and a twelve gauge. This is the this is the scene where he gets overwhelmed and oh, captured with, by the Yakuza. With isn't the it? fist fight sound effects that sound like they're lifted from the Adam West Batman yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So basically the, even though the ninjas aren't particularly ninjury, they do overcome the Punisher and take sure, him to be seemingly tortured. Seemingly just by weight of numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like twenty Japanese guys can, can <laughs> yeah, take down yeah. one Swede. Um I did read somewhere actually that some of the, the main two Japanese henchmen well, oh, they're legit karate they're masters, legit, aren't they? Yeah, and as such, their their theology meant that they, they would not fake the fight sequences. Yes. So they just pummeled Dolph Lundgren for real because they wouldn't hold back. Yeah, yeah. But, but equally but he's, invited he's him cr- to do yeah. the same to them. Yeah. I also read that some of the fight, fist fight, a little bit hand-to-hand fight scenes right. were kind of improvised. <laughs> right, Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we kind of move from the weird funhouse sequence to the weird torture sequence. Oh, God. With Dolph Lundgren on a rack. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't seem to be phased by it. They never really kind of show the rack uh, working particularly well. Like, he moves his arms a bit and not much. So it looks like... Oh, I think the idea is that he's a big, muscular guy. And yeah. And not going to... And he's- Pulling back against it, you see, you do see the pain on his face. Yeah, a little bit, but fighting against it. But yeah, he's a big fella. He is. Yeah, (laughs) maybe he wasn't big enough because he's like (laughs) six foot four with his arms stretched out. (laughs) That's got that's got to be at least a ten foot long table to fit him on properly. (laughs) Yes, I guess. I'll tell you what. Maybe he went straight from this to shooting stretch Armstrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And and they they realise that you know he can handle pain, so they decide somehow they grabbed hold of. the tramp and they start torturing him yeah uh meanwhile oh he was lurking outside the funhouse that's that, right yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it and wouldn't uh, surprise me if yeah. a ninja with an smg snuck up on him <laughs> yeah and while they're torturing him slid up to him yeah uh dolph's hands are clamped together with something with wing nuts on yeah which are particularly easy to undo so which he just he flicks them off with his finger yes which is just like and then he um has still has a gun yeah uh so they didn't disarm him <laughs> these ninjas are shit I know. and then he threatens the guy doing the torturing yeah and then obviously it's a cut scene to something else to come back and the torturer is now on the yeah, torture the, thing the, the doctor yeah. and then the end of that scene then they kind of you know start torturing him and get whatever information they need out of him and then as they leave they pan back and the guy's wearing red high heels yeah it's like well, where did they come I know, from i know um, I uh, I was watching a there's a documentary on iPlayer at the moment BBC iPlayer, which is um, David Frost interviewing people about the evolution of the sketch show, right? Sketch comedy, 
and okay. there's somebody I can't remember who it is. It might be John Lloyd, who um, most people probably know as the co-creator of QI. Mm. Um, he said there was a line that went in the. the it was kind of like a, a cliche, and they had right. an acronym for it that I'm not going to try and work out right. now uh, for the punchline of any sketch. Right, uh, and it was the acronym for. Pull back to reveal he's not wearing any trousers. Right, right, fine. <laughs> and that's just put me in mind. Pull yeah, back yeah, to reveal that the, yeah. the the Japanese doctor is yeah. actually wearing red high yeah. heels. Because it just seemed like a really cheap gag. Yeah, and, and not I, really. I get the feeling there was a lot of that. They might have just like cut the wide shot where you saw, or cut any. Because yeah. this movie's like eighty-five minutes. It's paired to the bone. Yeah, it is, and it even got uh, in some countries stripped oh, right down, down to seventy-six. More, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, this is when I noticed the really noticed the stubble. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to now. Lou Gossett Jr. has been captured. Oh, hold on. What comes I've before, got before that? that? Oh, have you? Okay. okay yeah. Fine. There's a scene in a restaurant where the mob boss is. Uh, That's right. Yes. Are together around yeah, the table, yes. and Lady Tanaka, who is the uh, who is yeah, the, yeah, the the head yeah. of the yakuza, yeah. uh, comes in and she kills them. All right. But she doesn't kill them. All the no. other patrons in the restaurant are revealed to be in her employ yeah. and gun them down. Yeah. Or rather, gun down the people behind them Yes, with all of these weapons. They suck, These untrained people somehow miss the three guys yeah. and hit everybody else, hit all of their henchmen there's, behind there's them. There's one middle-aged white lady who has got yes. the most ridiculous expression on her face. Yep. Uh, I, I said I howled with laughter at the old lady shooting the waiter and the extra in pink who's trying la- trying hard not to laugh yes. while pulling the trigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, how did that many people manage to miss all the mob guys and hit only the hench dudes uh, only a couple of times each <laughs> yeah. in such a confined space? Because this is clearly the same room yeah. as the casino. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Just stripped out and put some restaurant tables in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I then have nothing until we get onto further action sequences. I ignored okay. anything that was exposition. Okay, fine. Well, now uh, I think Lou Gossett Jr. is now stuck with the mob bosses. So uh, uh, by this point, Lundgren's escaped. He's teamed up with the man that killed his family. Yes. Because they want to go and rescue the children. And think of the children. Yeah, and I think the mob, although I don't really say, I think the mob kind of capture Lou Gossett Jr. as insurance. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Uh, he... <laughs> and he... In, in this film, a burly, aging, black male police detective effectively plays the role of Dolph Lundgren's loved one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he... He, uh, he manages to escape... And uh, his, my his only line is funny. My only line is "Man down, pizza to the face." <laughs> the, uh, the pizza gag is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and it's just like that is just brilliant because it because he goes through that scene acting like he's the tough cop. Yeah, but it's just like his exit is just not like first he gets out of his cuffs by saying he needs to pee. Yeah, and then a bloke comes in the door with a pizza, so he just shoves it in his face, knocks him out, and walks off. Yeah, we, we've actually we have actually skipped another bit. Have we? Yeah, because we've first we've got the initial attempt at rescuing the children. Oh, did that come before that? Uh, I but well, according to my notes, it did, but okay, I might have fine. been wrong. Well, no, is um, that the stuff on the bus? Yes, that goes a bit dirty, Harry. It does. Yeah, but before that. We've got Punisher and uh, Punisher breaks into the building, the unspecified building, right. to get these children back. Yeah. Uh, and there are um, 
he manages to get them all onto the bus and goes back to get one of the girls with the main boss's boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's one girl missing. Yeah. So they, go, they both go back to get her. Yes. All the other kids are on the bus. Yeah. He's confronted by Japanese gangsters. Yeah. One of whom shouts, shoot him in English. Yeah. A, that's redundant. B, what the fuck are you shouting in English? <laughs> the guy you're shouting it to is Japanese. <laughs> you both speak the same language. Um, there is a stunt uh, uh, with... The, they, they get everybody out apart from little Jimmy, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. So he goes back. I thought this was the finale. Yeah. So like he goes back to rescue the girl. Yeah. Uh, with the Punisher. Yeah. And then he gets, I think he gets kicked or something. Like, he gets re-kidnapped. Yeah, he gets re-kidnapped, but yeah. but in quite a brutal way. There's there's oh, a moment probably. he gets grabbed and thrown quite aggressively yeah. across the floor. Yeah. Uh, and the Punisher escapes with the girl, but not with the young boy. Yeah. Uh, so Punisher's then got the bus full of kids yeah. and, he's, and, and they're like kind what? of a car chase yeah he's like where, where, where's the little boy where his name is and he's like I'll get him later <laughs> let's go <laughs> so off he, off he motors in this bus and there is one really great stunt mm. where he's uh, he just ran there's a car blocking the road yeah uh, uh, and he just rams straight into the front of it but there's a guy standing on the um, standing on the bonnet, right, trying to shoot at him, mm-hmm. and as the bus hits the car, the guy flies off the bonnet <laughs> through the front window of the bus <laughs> yes. and straight down inside the bus. That's a yeah. hell of a stunt. It's, it's almost a, it's like um, it's like the one at the beginning of Police Story in reverse. Where yeah, they stop with the car <laughs> and they go out the windows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he drive. Uh, where does he drive? He pretty much just drives into the police station, doesn't he? Or into a, like a massive police roadblock. And yeah, sort of. He kind of gives himself up. Yeah, as well. Yeah, and then he goes into prison. Yeah, and then then we get cell. Well, he goes into prison cell, and then we get the backstory. Yeah, but yeah, before that, Berkowitz is let into the cell. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The guy turning the key to let him into the cell turns it the wrong way and actually was locking the door. (laughs) Apparently, unless 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 it works, apparently upside down, it works backwards. One of the prison guards in this, uncredited, is Brendan Gleeson. Really? Yeah, I didn't spot him. I've just spilled my water. <laughs> yeah, I didn't spot him, and I meant to go back and look. But um, I wonder if that was that him. That just made me dribble all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the guard is the guard. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So this must be before Lou Gossett Jr. gets captured for the pizza bit then. Yes, and they took... Yeah, yeah. So they do, they do the exposition, yeah. and there's more news reports and things about how he's wanted for 125 counts of murder. That's right, yeah. What about the at least 60 people he's, he's gone down yeah, in the yeah. course of this movie so far? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point, actually, because they say 125 murders in the very first news bit, which yeah, is then followed by the sequence years. in the house, and they know he killed at least one person because yeah. they saw him do it. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. There's three others up in the thing. There's loads. There? Yeah. Like I said, a body count of at least 91. Yeah. Um, he's stuck in a prison van. Yeah. And the Yakuza decide... Is it the Yakuza? They decide this is the time. Oh, no. Does the mob break him out of the prison van to get prison van to get his help to get him to get the final kid back yes I'm confused Somebody yeah I think so yeah, yeah, yeah they decide this is a good time to get to him yeah this is where I noticed that the female cop's wardrobe sucks right. <laughs> she's dressed so badly um, during the prison van breakout he gets knocked out with some kind of spray to the face that's right yeah, yeah. the only other person in that van is the female police officer yeah instead of spraying her in the face as well they smack her yeah <laughs> She gets belted and he yeah. gets sprayed. Why couldn't they just spray her? Seems a bit harsh. Yeah. 
I got nothing until we get to the final action sequence now, and even then, I don't have much. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't. I, I just stop writing notes at this point. I've got one last note. Okay, um, but well, yeah, this is this is where um, Punisher and the main mob boss Johnny yeah. Franco, or yeah. Gianni Franco, rather, Gianni Franco, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they 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 storm the castle effectively yeah. with the help of the tramp, who yes has they've rigged something to the power lines to cut out the. No, it's, uh, the, it's uh, hit this button in five minutes, the lights go off. Yeah. Hit this button in 15 minutes. What happens then? Everything goes off. Yeah. And so he, drops the the th- he drops, he drops the, thing the thing in the drain, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not important. The important things are, why... Actually, I wrote this all in caps, and it's not a why. It's just a statement. All uh, in caps, uh, with three exclamation marks. Uh, the Punisher is sneaking around with a silenced M16 machine gun. Yep. Yeah. What is going on? And the other guy's got a silenced Uzi as well. Yeah, they just—they haven't really thought this through. No. Um, I've got another why. Why are there men hiding in corners dressed as samurai? Yeah, they must have been there for hours just waiting <laughs> waited, for Dolph Lundgren exactly. and an Italian guy to come through. Yeah. yeah, that's where I think we have the semi-improvised full contact fight. Scene. I think so. Yeah, there's a couple of moments in that that are really like, oh, geez, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty full on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it's all kind of sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky round through the paper, yeah, paper doors and all this kind of stuff, and like people just walking along and they'll just randomly shoot a bit of paper in a wall, and then some and guy will fall through it. Yeah. Um, uh, Johnny Franco's denim jacket is a thing of beauty. Oh god, yeah. This is this is an amazing array of eighties fashion. <laughs> this film. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any. I have one final note after that, and that's right at the very end of the film. Okay, but uh, I've know got that one... Johnny and Frank rescue the. Kid. Yeah, I've got one note before that, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is to do with the daughter of the Japanese guy, right. who's a teenage girl who yeah. gets into a fight with Dolph Lundgren and he snaps her neck. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, what? Yeah, he doesn't take <laughs> She did try to snap him with her earrings. Well, that is fair, fair <laughs> point, but but like, like, he's got her in a sleeper hold. He yeah. could just knock her out. He doesn't, he snaps her neck. Yeah. It just seems slightly a bit too he's harsh. He's a bastard. Uh, and then we get, we get towards the end where they rescue the kid. <laughs> uh, but Franco decides that he's gonna, gonna kill them. Yeah, gonna kill Punisher once for all. Doesn't. No. Gets killed himself right in front of his boy. Yeah. The boy decides he's gonna try and kill Punisher. Yeah. Uh, and Punisher kind of talks him out of it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. he says, "Be a better man than your dad, otherwise I'm coming back for you." <laughs> yeah. And it, I, yeah. See, this to me it was like it's a great, it's a great, <laughs> stupid eighties action so movie. Dumb. But it is not a Punisher movie, if no, that makes sense. Not at all. And I have one final note from go the on end. It, go on in. Ah, naked, grimy Lundgren. Why? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the last shot is him sitting butt ass naked, yeah. <laughs> cross legged in the sewer, shiny for some reason, yeah. but still covered in Punisher, painted Grime. on stubble dirt. Yeah, but all, all, up, all over. Uh, yeah, here's a stubbly shoulder. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's. um. Well. Uh, it's been, I think we quite, we enjoyed this far more than we should. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those. I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, it's what, which it, I don't know if I can say for the other one. Really, I think because that's more serious. And yeah, I really like this. The other is just one. Ca- this is ridiculous, campy fun. It is, it is. But I, the, what I think is interesting is the other one is serious. The other one is serious with a few moments of humour. That are supposed to be funny and mm. are. This one is serious with no moments of humour apart from the red high heels. Yeah. And it's just stupid all the way through. Yeah. You can't fault it on the action quotient. It's, it's no. wall to wall. It's 85 yeah. minutes of wall to wall action. Yeah. You can't yeah. fault it on that. Yeah. Um, it's. 
I think the thing, I think the, the the key problem with it is it's not the Punisher no. really. No, and there's just really it's just a bloke shooting people. There's no like the, the you, oh pretty much you can't you, you're not as drawn to his character as you should be. No, it's like oh my this my family got this, built yeah. blew up, blown up. It's like there was there's it's like they've taken a script for. Let's say the sequel to Commando. And yes, just exactly. Crossed out John yeah. Matrix and put Punisher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I totally agree. And it, it, it's also it's one of those things like his family get killed in the car. You only see that in flashback, and you literally just see a, 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 a woman and a girl get in a car and it blows up. Yeah. So there's nothing to make you feel sorry for them being blown up. Like I mean, there's nothing to really connect him to them and and all of that kind of stuff. There's a bit. There's later, a couple of little later, shots because he, he has a dream in the in yeah, the police cell. Does, yeah, but excuse it, me. But by that time, it's too late. You need that. Like uh, you know, like we said, we're buried. I think it would have been better if that the phone call with his wife had been at the beginning yeah. to give you the emotional attachment. And yeah. I think there's the same. You've got to have, you know, that there needed to be that thing where you're on his side from yeah. the get-go whereas the first thing you see is just some giant Swedish bloke yeah. <laughs> brutally killing henchmen and blowing up a house and he's yep. kind of like well yeah you know and that's the other thing how do he's massive how does he sneak around <laughs> especially when his boots have got bolts of metal yeah. all over them. yeah the only thing I want to do yeah. is get all of my friends Get them half pissed and put this on yeah, because yeah. it would be an absolute riot. It's, that's exactly gonna, the I've sort of movie. You, I'm going to go and get my own copy. Yeah, definitely. And that's exactly the sort of movie this is. Uh, and you know, I think, um, I, I think I can understand why my wife didn't like it as a Punish movie because it isn't great as a Punish movie, but no. it is just yeah, a yeah. great. Get to watch it again, or... but just don't think Punish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We've done over 40 minutes. Have we? Yeah. Uh, and we've got more to go yet. Uh, in Poland, right. this is called, I, I imagine it's supposed to be Executor, but it reads as Executor. Right. Um, and in Portugal, Silent Fury. See, now, if it had been called something like that and not Punisher, yeah. then we that would have been good. Just change the name. It would have been fine. Because yeah. I, I started to wonder, well, what... You know why is the logo only? You know why do you only yeah. see it on the knives? Why not on the on the chest? And maybe I, he just refused to wear it. Maybe I don't know. It just seems a bit of a weird thing to omit because that yeah. you know that's the punisher. That's the punisher. I love how they photoshopped it on his jacket on the, on the DVD, on the DVD cover. cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have some reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, the first one was from a was from a woman. Uh, and it says, the Punisher is big, brutal fun, beginning and ending with Dolph sitting butt naked in a sewer, talking to God in a deep, grumbling voice. Yeah. In between the two butt shots, he looks ultra cool in black leather, rides his motorcycle a lot, kicks a mean punch, what? Right. scowls, and drives his former police buddy, Louis Gossett, into, politi- into politically correct paroxysms. <laughs> and this, this is a five-star review from an Australian named Tiddles. <laughs> right. This is this is legitimately how it starts. I haven't cut anything off the beginning. Okay. They deserve everything they get, and if I was as good, I would I would to punish them as well. To lose a family is enough to send you to hell and back again. Well, my advice is don't pick on the Punisher. Great show with suspense and a lot of thrills and spills to keep you guessing. As as will it happen, and will he win? Marvelous acting with Dolph Lundgren and Lewis Gossett Jr. Both fabulous actors that make this movie stand out from the rest, making you feel right there with them. Fantastic storyline and great entertainment. I rated this an A grade plus being different and keeping you on your toes. That's all one sentence. (laughs) So relax and put your feet up. Don't forget the popcorn. This show, Will, is worth watching. So get up and go get it and see for yourself. If I'm relaxing my feet up, why do I have to then go and get it? (laughs) Um, 
so that you can be the judge. So no more clues as not to spoil it and enjoy a pleasant night of unforgettable classic entertainment. <laughs> I also have two one-star reviews. The short one first. Okay. Dolph Lundgren cannot act. This film confirms the facts, and though there is plenty of action, this film doesn't cut the mustard. If having a couple of days stubble on your chin and your ears, as we discovered, could carry a film, Lundgren should win an Oscar. Give it a miss unless it's raining or you have both legs in plaster. <laughs> um, and the final one I have, is so, this is obviously from a big Punisher fan. Right. He listed, most of it is a... Um, uh, was just a list of all the continuity errors and those the kind of glaring mistakes in the film. Right, yeah. But it started with a list of 15 reasons why this is not The Punisher. Right. And that's what I have. Okay. It says, this is not The Punisher and I'll tell you why. Don't let anybody tell you this was true to the character. One, he didn't have the skull. Two, he didn't hide out in sewers, he hid in warehouses. <laughs> Three, where was the arsenal of weapons and bombs? Five, uh, question marks. Although, having said that, I must pick up on that point. Did you notice that every time the gun, the, the Punisher is using a weapon, uh, it's a different gun? Like, yes. he never uses the same thing twice, yes. and, and he drops things and, and yeah, for yeah. no reason and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so that one might not be quite accurate. Yeah. Four, they didn't even make him a Vietnam vet or even some type of soldier, because cops are not soldiers. Cops are not trained on how to kill a person with all kinds of weapons and with their bare, spelt wrong hands or to take a life without mercy. Cops are trained to protect and serve. Five, he didn't even wear Kevlar body armor. The Punisher has been wearing that sense wrong the beginning. Wearing body armor is more professional with a capital P. Six, the Punisher is someone who is always on, always alert, always ready, always prepared, almost inhuman, and someone who has a pissed off look on his face half the time. Not someone who is sleepy and looks depressed and can't even talk right. I have to say, some of Dolph Lundgren's kind of weird, lazy eye, like <laughs> yeah. his, his eyelids slowly, like he looked like he was stoned most I, of the time. I was going to say, it looked like he had some kind of sleeping pill addiction. Yeah. Seven, where was his partner, Micro? Eight, where was Jigsaw or the Costa family? It was the Costa Mafia that killed his family. <laughs> Nine, his family was killed in New York Central Park, not in a car bombing. Ten, the Punisher had a little boy and a little girl, not two little girls. <laughs> Eleven, his wife's name was Mary, not Charlene. <laughs> Twelve, the Punisher has never talked to God or asked God why this happened. Never. <laughs> Thirteen, the Punisher has never once said in the comic books, if you're guilty, you're dead. Never! <laughs> 14, there were no other characters from the comic, good guys or bad guys. And 15, yeah. the story, the plot, the lines and the other characters weren't based off of any Punisher story. And then he uh, he finishes up with, Lundgren never has and never will act. Why do you think he only does action movies that go out on video? All his movies are complete shit. <laughs> I somehow don't think that the DVD will outsell the Spider-Man DVD or the Finding Nemo DVD. <laughs> and finally... Uh, we had a comment on Facebook right. from Dino Peppers, okay. who says, I've seen Punisher Warzone, but none of the others. I feel ashamed of admitting that. Brilliant. There is another comment, actually, uh, that I got on Facebook, uh -huh. uh, which was from Trevor Flattery. Oh. Uh, and he, he hangs uh, around here a lot, doesn't he? He does. He actually uh, sent two pieces of information. I'll read the second bit first, uh, which was, by the way, after his previous bit uh Lundgren Punisher it was my first R-rated movie mm. for that reason alone I will always love it but it's so so bad yeah yeah it really is <laughs> um the other thing he said was uh we should watch Cloud Atlas uh because it's I have no no desire to watch Cloud Atlas because he says that movie is a total piece of shit but that's exactly <laughs> why you should watch it to tear it apart <laughs> okay 
All right. Maybe we should do that blind. Maybe, yeah. Okay. I do wonder. Yeah, I yeah, that might be quite an interesting one to do. Um, yeah. Um, we got something via email, which I'm actually not going to do because we've talked more about the Punisher than I thought. So maybe we'll save okay. that for next week. Uh, is uh, it Punisher related? Or? Uh, it's kind of... Shit, I might as well do it. Uh, it's, it's kind of related to when we talk about Dread. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll do it, do it okay. Might as well uh, do Pete it Hammond. Right. He sends us lots of wonderful pictures and feedback and things. Yeah. He says, uh, I'm interested in your views on Grindhouse because it was mentioned uh, oh, right, yeah. in the Prince Charles movie yeah. maths thing because you said you went to, I went to movie maths to, to see yeah, Dread yeah, yeah. and you saw the Grindhouse. And yeah, I saw like a couple of Russ Mayer yeah, movies yeah. in Grindhouse, yeah. He says, I thought it was an odd experiment. I thought Death Proof was utter rubbish. Yeah. Uh, too self-indulgent by uh, Tintin Quarantino. Far <laughs> too wordy and a pretty dull car chase, but Planet Terror was pitched just right. And Rose McGowan with an assault rifle with a leg is just a thing of beauty. P.S. Prometheus is still rubbish. <laughs> he really hates that film. He does, yeah. Um, I have only seen Death Proof. Uh, sorry. Grindham. I've only uh, seen uh, Planet, Planet Terror. Planet Terror. Right. Uh, and I watched that and I thought, that nobody needs to make a zombie film ever again. No. That's like, that's brilliant. That's, yeah. It's exactly what you want. The biggest flaw with Grindhouse, the most, it is almost inconceivable, is that Planet Terror is the first movie. Is it? So you watch Planet Jesus. Terror, then you get some cool, fun trailers. Don't. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you get Death Proof, and oh, it's wow. such an anticlimax. If you, I watch, think, I think it's done because Tarantino is the bigger, bigger name, name director. Yeah, absolutely, I'm sure that's why it's done. Um, if you watch Death Proof on its own, it's marginally more engaging than if you watch it as part of Grindhouse. Mm. I still think it's rubbish. Yeah, and the car chase is boring, and Prometheus is all right. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen Prometheus. No. I don't ever. I don't see think you like it, but I really like Planet Terror, and I kind of want to watch that again soon. Yeah, we should do pitches. Yes. Now this is another special yes. in the making. Yeah. This is the one pound DVD challenge. Yes. Essentially, ages ago, I went mm. into my pound shop, my local one of three local pound shops, yeah. which shows you the kind of town I live yeah. in, and I found a DVD that I had heard of and seen a small seen a small amount of. Right. Uh, for one pound, yeah. and I thought, I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to make Tom watch it. Right. So I'm going to pitch it to you kind of sight unseen, yeah. and you being posh don't have any pound shops around no. you. So explain how you got your end of this. So basically, I was ever since Kieran put forward this idea that we do a pound shop challenge, I was like, great, I'll go into my local pound shop and see what I can find. Um the local shop that qualifies as a pound shop didn't have DVDs cheaper than a fiver. And they were all things like, I love you, man. Or, uh, you know, they were kind of like a reasonable standard of movie. Um, Which kind of goes against the whole ethos of the pound shop DVD Exactly, challenge. yeah. Um, and then uh, after searching for ages, I found another shop and I went in there and all they had was Super Ted DVDs. And I thought, that's, that's, that's no good because Super Ted was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so to me, I started to realise that I was never going to find that perfect mm. perfect storm, if you like, of the, the kind of movie we wanted to try and find and uh, things. So what I decided to do was I would set myself a budget of a pound on Amazon mm -hmm. and then the delivery budget would be no more than I would pay getting to a shop. Sure. Right. So, so you set like two fifty. Yeah, like two fifty yeah. or whatever. So because you know that's what a bus, a bus would cost or, or, yeah. or, or what I'd pay in petrol. Or Shoe leather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So that was what I what I did. I found I paid in total one pound twenty seven, which includes postage. Which includes one pound twenty six <laughs> postage. <laughs> so I've got the one penny DVD. Yeah, Brilliant. so you have a one penny DVD. I I have no idea if you've seen this or not. Okay, 
Um, I'm not entirely sure that it wasn't made for TV, <laughs> 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 um, and I and I do not believe that the the date that I've been given for when it was made. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So, so go first. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I, I guess I I can go first if you like. All right. Okay. Got him. All Got right. Him. I, I shall just reveal the DVD and then you can take it from there. I, I, have I think we should take photos of each other will, with, yeah. the, with yeah. our respective okay, DVDs yeah. and we'll put those on the fine. block just to prove these are real. Yeah, I haven't watched this. I've read the blurb on the back. I haven't. The only, I've literally looked it up on IMDb to find out when it was made. Yes. Um, and there's bugger all information about it <laughs> apart from a year which I'm still not convinced okay. of I should so, say we are also going to watch our own films yeah 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 so but, we will have both seen the point of this them. is we want to do it double blind and pitch movies pitch terrible movies sight unseen to one another yeah so I've got for you The Ultimate Weapon starring Hulk Hogan what the hell <laughs> I've never heard of this <laughs> Do you want me to read the synopsis for Please. Okay. Like, he's got hair on the cover. This I know. He's right. got the worst wig in the world. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So, on the back, it says... Sorry, you might have to cover the cover. I can't look at it without laughing. Okay, so. Hulk Hogan is the ultimate weapon. Uh, mercenaries Ben Cutter, Hulk Hogan, and Vince Dean, Carl Marotti, who? I have no idea. <laughs> who the fuck's that? <laughs> are assigned to a mission to destroy a cache of stolen US military arms in a daring raid on a heavily armed encampment. The IRA terrorist leader, Dylan McBride, I don't know who he's played by. <laughs> don't even bother saying that. No, demands revenge and kidnaps Cutter's Dora, uh, daughter, Mary Kate. <laughs> Cutter's Dora? Dora, yeah. That was a little Venezuelan kid yeah. with a backpack. Yeah, um, after stealing a computer chip that contains access to the uh, to codes contains access codes to the IRA worldwide bank accounts. Why does she have that? Mary Kate manages to escape McBride's clutches. Uh a deadly game of cat and mouse then ensues, culminating in an exciting hand-to-hand combat uh, combat between Cutter and McBride. Who wrote that synopsis? I don't know. You'll be pleased to know it's in 4-3. Yay! And uh, right now, okay, so uh, this is copyright 2001 to the company that released the DVD. Okay. And I was like, this is not 2001. So have a look at that and see if you okay. can work out what year Jesus, that was that made. Cover. I know, isn't that brilliant? Now, I'm looking at this. <clears throat> now, I know a bit about Hulk Hogan, I, being yeah, a wrestling yeah. fan. And this looks like it was probably made during his WCW days, which was 1995 to 2001 when they closed down. All right. So, I would suggest... Ooh, I don't know. No, it might have been before that. Hmm. See, I'm going purely on the look of the shots that are there what appears to be kind of the quality of the the, the movie itself and, and him. Mm. He's, I, I mean, he's obviously wearing a wig, so you can't go by his hairline or anything No, like no, that. no. I, am gonna go, I think this will be in the period between leaving the WWF and starting with WCW. So I'm going to go with 1994. Okay, so I thought it would be earlier than that. I thought it would be late 80s at the earliest, so early 90s. Special features, trailer, chapter selection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently 1998. Really? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, this. I wonder if this was, is a TV movie made for Turner. Well, I wondered. I'm such a dog. You are. Yeah. I wondered if this was a bit like Thunder in Paradise, where they made a load of TV movies hoping yeah, one yeah, would yeah. get turned into yeah, a TV yeah. series. 
Um, the the uh, I'll just give you the. We might ta- have to do some thunder in paradise. On this. <laughs> yeah. That's an awful that, show, and there's some brilliantly terrible wrestler cameos. Yeah, and I always just love that his sidekick, who was also really pumped up, was Chris Lemon, who was Jack Lemon's son. Really? Yeah. Did you not know that? You know his sidekick in it is the kind of slightly brainy guy. Yeah. Uh, but he was still quite muscle bound. Episodes, yeah, he, some credit. He was still quite muscle bound, and that was Jack Lemon's son. Fuck. Yeah. Um, the um, <laughs> the tagline is no fear, no rules, no equal. Didn't put that on the DVD. No, they didn't. That's on IMDb. Did this have a different title at some point? I, I've no Because the Ultimate Weapon is a bit close to the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Who? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to find... Why don't they tell us who plays Mary-Kate or Dylan McBride? I, I don't know. I can tell you because I've got it here. Uh, Cynthia Preston plays Mary-Kate. No idea that is. No, and uh, Daniel Pillen plays McBride. He doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. Oh, wow. Oh, he was in Shoot 'em Up. Was he? Yeah. I wonder if he was a... I've seen that. I didn't think that was amazing, but I have a suspicion it's going to be better than The Ultimate Weapon starring yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I think Shoot 'em Up's one of those movies, if you're in the right frame of mind, it's brilliant. And if you're not, it's like... Uh. Some of the action's really good. Yeah. There's some clever stuff, but it just, uh, just it doesn't really hang together. No, it's very, very silly. Very silly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a whole cast of... Nobody's. Nobody's. It was shot. Up I can in, match you. It was shot up into uh, shot up in Canada. I of think. course. Uh, you know, and I, yeah, there's there's literally no information about it at all. Awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, but right. I thought you'd like. That was one of the first things that popped up on Amazon, and as soon as I saw Hulk Hogan, it was in it. I was like, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, for you, you really like the Transformers franchise, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you love the the silly Michael Bay movies, I and do, I yeah. like one of the three. I've yeah. seen two, and I liked one of those. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, I would say uh, one is great fun. Mm. Two is uh, yeah. In terms of plot, acting, and all that kind of stuff, it's pretty rubbish. In terms of action, some of it's all right. Mm. Um, The third one is much better than the second one. But not as good as the first one. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's just under the yeah. They go back to at least having a decent plot line and harking back more to the cartoons. Um, and the uh, it is let down by things like Rosie Huntington Whiteley and uh, you know Sleepy the Beef. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, there's some pretty decent stuff in it. Okay. Well, oh, you're not getting a Transformers film, right? But you are getting a film about transforming alien robots, <laughs> right? Transmorphers. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that, oh, dude, that's just that cover. That? You have just... a look, and then then you can give it back, and oh, I'll do, wow. this, do the synopsis off the back. This is uh, our first uh, Asylum Pictures film. Uh, Asylum Pictures are known for making what they call mockbusters, yeah, which are cheap knockoff versions with sound-alike titles of big-budget movies. Yes. So, uh, I Am Omega, which was their I Am Legend knockoff. Yeah. Uh, 2012 Ice Age, their 2012 knockoff. Yeah. Uh, Alien versus Hunter. Right. Uh, the Day the Earth Stopped. Right. And coming this year, Atlantic Rim. <laughs> which has exactly which according to IMDB has exactly the same plotline as Pacific Rim. Right. I um, just I this is a sort of thing that I, just, I think the whole premise of it is who's who's stupid enough not to read the DVD cover properly and yeah. just pick it up and think it's 
I was like, oh, I can get Transformers for a pound. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I, I've seen a bit of this, and it turns out a friend of a friend is in it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he keeps going to her, trying to get her to get him parts in things. Because right. some of their movies, they shoot over here. They've got a series of uh, oh, like really? sword and sorcery fantasy movies. They shoot in Wales. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's trying to get, he's trying to get into those. But hand me that back, and yeah. I'll read you the, the, yeah, I'll read the synopsis know. on the back. Okay. It starts with a big quote. Right. Not attributed to anybody. Right. The Matrix, aliens, and Starship Troopers rolled into one massive sci-fi action extravaganza. <laughs> I, I find that hard to believe. Unattributed. <laughs> yes. A race of alien robots has conquered the Earth and forced humanity underground. That's humanity with a capital H. Right. After 300 <clears throat> years of domination, a small group of humans develop a plan to defeat the mechanical invaders in the ultimate battle between man and machine. Right. Now, I did some research... Uh, and found out some facts. Right. It cost $250,000. Wow. Yeah. It's quite a lot. Uh, lots of it was shot on the leftover sets from Firefly and Serenity. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Out of 10 on IMDb, it scores 1.8. <laughs> um, the alternative title, well, I think they were probably forced to change it, was Robot Wars. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple of... I had a look. There are a couple of lines in the credits. Yeah. The events, characters, and firms depicted in this photo play are fictitious. Any similarity to actual person, persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Unless you're a 50-foot robot, and only then will we freak out. <laughs> and no animals were harmed in the production of this screenplay, except one robot, and we've already apologised. <laughs> I'm also going to read you the IMDb keywords. Okay. Robot. Transforming robot. Space war. Android, Soldier, Captain, Block Blunder. First part, because this has a sequel. Oh, does it? Yes. yes. Man versus Machine, Futuristic, Fictional War, General, Split Screen, Mecha, Independent Film, One Word Title, Lesbian, Lesbianism, Lesbian Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I, like I said, I've seen a small amount of this. I've yeah. seen a dramatic scene, and I've seen, we'll call it an action <laughs> scene. Right. Um, it's not high quality. I no. almost just knocked the computer on the floor with my elbow there. Uh, it's no. not. Yeah, it's not. Um, no, I can't imagine. Well, I okay. really want to. I've been, I've been dying to watch this <laughs> since I bought it, and I've resisted I, unwrapping it. I just can't imagine how many special effects shots two hundred and fifty thousand dollars is going to buy you. One or two hundred and fifty thousand really cheap ones. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Next week. It's the one pound DVD or the one pound DVD versus the one penny DVD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we review Transmorphers and the Ultimate oh. Weapon, our first Hulk Hogan movie and our first <laughs> yeah. Asylum Pictures film. Yeah. I've seen an Asylum film. Right. I've seen Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Right. Which is brilliantly stupid. Yeah. And my favourite moment is where the two scientists discover how to defeat the Mega Shark and the Giant Octopus <laughs> moments after having sex in a cupboard. Right. Yeah. What I, th- what I kind of like about Asylum, I've never seen any of their films, but I just like the fact that they're just like, we're going to make crap oh, they're blame- movies. I've met the two guys behind it. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, we know exactly what they are. Yeah. They're stupid. We'll make really crap movies, really cheap, but people love them and buy them on DVD or video on demand or what have you. There's loads of them on Netflix. Yeah. There's tons of them on Netflix. I'm trying to remember what they... Uh... Oh, that, uh, yeah, the two guys behind it. I met them in Cannes three right. years ago. 
Uh, they're loads of fun. They're yeah. really nice guys. And like I said, they're under no illusions. They made a Sherlock Holmes movie that has a T-Rex rampaging through London. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, and has a bloke I recognise in it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a bit a uh, British bit part actor who's gone to the US. He's in Lost and he's in all oh, sorts of right, things. Okay, yeah. Um, and um, they have I got their business cards. One of them is a corporate tool, right? And the other one is a happy little elf. Brilliant. <laughs> and that's that's their that's legit job like. titles. Jesus. Um, right. We should do plugs and thanks and go home. We should. We spend yeah. too much time in the submersible talking about terrible films. Yeah. And we're going to talk about terrible films more next week. We are indeed. If you have seen mm-hmm. The Ultimate Weapon starring Hulk Hogan <laughs> yeah. or Transmorphers starring absolutely nobody you've heard of, yeah. uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at HYS Podcast, on Facebook, facebook.com slash have you seen podcast, on the blog, have you seen.net. You can leave a comment on there if you like, mm-hmm. uh, or via email, podcast at have you seen.net. Yeah. We like. Shares and likes on Facebook, particularly of new show posts. Retweets yeah. on Twitter, again, especially of new show yeah. tweets. Uh, reviews and ratings on iTunes are lovely and keep us visible to the general public mm-hmm. and make more of them download us. Uh, next week, we'll rattle off all the countries yes, that yeah, download yeah. us because it's quite a lot. Yeah, we've been meaning to do that for a, a few surprising weeks, amount, yeah. actually. Uh, and your pitches for new films and reviews of stuff that we've already covered. Yeah, we've had some great ones recently. Actually. Yes, yeah, loads of uh, loads of good listener pitches. Actually, two yeah. two documentaries almost back to back that were yeah, that were great, really good. Um, we thank all of you for listening, mm-hmm. especially if you've done any of the above. Yes, uh, we thank Upbeat Productions for the use of the submersible once mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. Uh, and we thank Alexia Mom for his technical expertise and giving my USB stick back when I asked for it. <laughs> um, that's it. it that's is. it. Yeah. Uh, we hope that the podcast next week will be of better quality than the film. Better quality than the films we're talking about. Yeah. And um, oh god, I can't wait. It's going to be fun, isn't it? Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. You can say goodbye. If oh, you like. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to talk then. <laughs>